something which few know about. Is it human or spirit? Is it good or bad? Can I trust it? Will it confuse me or help me? Maybe you should find out more about other things rather than running to them. This is Elio Conan, episode 568, What is a Jinx? Elder Yocanon, your certified spiritual advisor, is here to help you with your everyday life. A specialist in wealth, a specialist in success, a specialist in love, and a specialist in good fortune. The four supernatural blessings in your life. You can reach him at Elder Yocanon, Y-O-C-H-A-N-A-N, Box 993, Chicago, Illinois, 60617. Now... Here's Elder Yocanon. Islam have incredible sway over 
our daily lives. In fact, they may even be considered demons to some in the West. Now, I'll explain that in a moment. As I have, well, let me, let me put it this way. Humanity, since the dawn of time, has been in communication and in many ways obsessed with the forces of the, of the spirit world. We all know deep in our bones that there is more to the manifest world. Yet in all this knowing, we still feel that it is somewhat elusive to us. We go out of our way to connect to the spiritual world and go out of our way to avoid it all together. For some, the very thought of a spirit world that interacts with our own is one of the most frightening propositions. For others, it is quite enriching. To know that we are surrounded by spiritual beings adds a kind of magic to our day-to-day existence. If you are an occultist, then you are in constant interaction and know very well that everything around you and all the actions of the universe are imbued with magic. In fact, all things are derived in some way, shape, or form. For most of us, we tend to hyperfocus on beings such as angels, demons, and spirits of the dead. But as you probably know, there's a lot more out there than that. Oh, there's a whole lot more. There is a class of spiritual beings that is neither, neither angel nor spirit of the, of the dead, but not exactly demon either. They are a kind of parallel entity to humans. The Islamic Satan, the Islamic, now I'm talking about you, the Islamic Satan is one of these beings. Such is the departure from the West where the devil is an angel gone rogue. These, these entities have many facets similar to humans, and we'll discuss that later. They are so intertwined with us that it is impossible to go about our days without having some interaction with them. When things go bump in the night, we assume that it is one of the three classes of spiritual entities we are most familiar with, such as demons, angels, and spirits of the dead. However, more often than not, they are neither of these three. They are a class of their own. They are a class of their own. In folklore, they are known as jinn, also known as the jinn. Jinn were brought to light via the religion of Islam, although texts do mention them before Islam. It is clear from Islamic stories, however, where we get a clearer picture of what the jinn are. In fact, Modern ideas of a genie in the Bible is directly from the stories about the jinn. The word genie is derived from the word jinn. Aladdin, when he rubbed his lamp, was speaking to a jinn. 
in the West, gin are very much misunderstood. Yeah. Often we associate them with demons or devils. Yes, some do have malevolent intent. But as I mentioned, the devil in Islam is a jinn. But there are many jinn that are good. They are more like humans than you can imagine. Yet they have abilities we do not have but can harness. Now, we will discuss not only the nature type of gin, but also how to bind them to work with you or work for you. Before I continue, however, I'd like to give a warning. Gin, like other spiritual entities, need to communicate with care. Jinn, like other spiritual entities, need to be communicated with care. They can grant you what you want, but be careful what you ask for. Jinn are notorious pranksters. You might get what you want, but in a way that you really rather not have it. Now, you've been warned. So with that said, let's go deeper into the world of the jinn. Now, the word jinn comes from the Arabic root word jana, which means hidden or concealed. I have to say the jinn are very interesting to me. As I said in, in the introduction, they exist in an unseen world that parallels our own. They live and die like we do. They have the same variety of free will that we do. And the most intriguing is that they also share in our religious diversity. Can you think of that? Can you think of that? That latter statement is most intriguing to me. We will get that in a moment. The jinn and humans have a special relationship. We are both beings created that are not of the angelic class. Although human and jinn can have angelic or demonic qualities, we do not share the same spiritual essence. And I guess I guess you could say in terms of creation, jinn were created first and then humanity. Okay? Jinn were created first and then humanity. As it states in the Quran, quote, Indeed, we, that's God and his host, created man from dried clay of black smooth blood, black smooth mud. And we created jinn before that from the smokeless flame of fire. Now, now that's in the Quran, 15, 26 through 27. Since they are created from fire, they tend to have a fiery disposition, as it were. They are, in essence, intermediary beings that are just slightly beyond 
beyond our plane of existence. Now we're talking about gin now. Talking about gin. I know you don't know about them, but you will know about them. You will know about them. Now, the jinn apparently have lived on earth approximately 2,000 years before Adam. As I noted, it is said that they did precede humanity. During this 2,000 years, they fought with one another and caused great destruction, not only to the earth, but to themselves. Now, that's funny. That's funny, you know, because it sounds like humanity. To remedy this infighting and the almost inevitable destruction of the earth, God sent an army of angels to fight them and put them in check. They eventually banished them to remote islands of the earth. Yeah, but, I, but I'm digressing. Hold on with I'm Ain't no sense to me doing I'm going off with this. In Islam, very much like in Christianity, the belief in devils or demons is fundamental to the religion. One cannot be Christian in the conventional sense without believing in some sort of devil figure. In fact, the whole Christian struggle it's over is overcome such a being. Overcome the temptations of his being, as it were. Of course, if you're secular, this might sound silly, but if you peer deeper into Christian theology, the devil is a very active player. And it is practically sacrilegious not to at least acknowledge his presence. Now, it's the same thing for jinn and Islam. One cannot be a conventional Muslim without acknowledging their existence since they permeate the entire prophetic and Quranic traditions. To take it a step further, the message in the Quran itself is meant for both humans and jinn. Yeah, it's meant for both humans and jinn. As far as the Islamic tests are cornered, it is not rare to see God and Muhammad address both jinn and mankind. In fact, the jinn and mankind are the only two species of creation that have innate intelligence. Now, that's not my words. No, no, it's not what but words from the Islamic tradition. Since jinn are not devils and demons and only corollaries, we can come up with from the Western traditions as beings such as mm, fairies, goblins, and even extraterrestrials. All those nature spirits and elementals are considered jinns to some. Either fairies or extraterrestrials, in fact, are in fact jinns is not for me to say because I really don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, but I don't know. When I interact with human spirits, I do not have predefined notions of what they are. They are earth spirits. As far as aids are concerned, I have to believe not on a are not on a statistical basis that we are alone in this universe, but in the end, it's up to the reader to determine this. The gen, like humans, have genders. Although they can shapeshift into anything they want. The male counterpart is called genie. And the female is Janiah. So far in my own practice, I think I've been encountering Janie. Now, it's not always easy to tell, unfortunately. I could have been working with Janiah. In the end, it really doesn't matter. As I mentioned, Jen and humans live very much side by side. Supposing they might outnumber us as well. Now, saying ascribed to Muhammad, the father of Islam said, God divided and the jinn and the human into ten, into ten parts. One part makes up the human race, and the other parts are made up of the jinn. Now, what this tells me is that they are everywhere. And after my experience with them, you know something? I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Now, as odd as this might sound, odd as this might sound, there are accounts of gin and humans marrying. Stories abound, and quite common ones, at that that men have married Janiah. And women marrying Jenny. This Islamophobia Ibn Tamiya reports humans and Jen have gotten married and they have children as a result of this marriage. This, I am sure you could imagine, is not condoned in Islam. Nor is marriage of any spirit, of any spirit to a human in any religion of that matter, at least not in such a direct manner. Okay, now gin, like humans, do die. Yeah, they die. They die. Regarding how long they live, it is not quite clear. They marry us in so many ways, perhaps they could have similar lifespans and perhaps live longer, or perhaps slightly longer. Our lifespan is based on certain genetic and environmental conditions. Since the gen do not have bodies such as ours, perhaps they have some kind of ethereal genetic code in which epigenetic factors trigger spiritual diseases. One thing is clear, though. They do get sick and die. How this is possible is yet unknown.
Now, where do the, the jinn reside? Folklore mentions that jinn tend to live in places that are either unclean or abandoned, such as bathrooms, cemeteries, and ruins. How they actually live in these places is not known, since they have elaborate communities, and it may seem difficult that they would live in such places. Now, my theory, my theory this is Elliot Fountain, my theory is that they may haunt these places, but live on earth in a parallel dimension. This harkens back to certain earth spirits. Although they might live in the forest or in the rivers, they clearly do not live in the physical aspect of the forest and river, but, but, come on, but in some otherwise unseen dimensions within our own and within those very aspects of nature to which they are connected to. Now, what kind of abilities do the jinn have? The jinn have a vast array of power. We do not have. They have a vast array of power, which we do not have. What we seek to have, they already have. One of which is the ability to move at speed that can only be comparable to the speed of light or at least fast enough, as the Quran says, a trickle of the eye. In the Quran, chapter 27, verses 29 and 40, verses 39 to 40, recounts of King Solomon's interaction with a specific jinn. It appears Solomon needed something quickly, and the jinn promised it would be done with greater speed. As I mentioned earlier, we are adept. We are adept. No, as I mentioned earlier, they are adept at shape-shifting to any form they please. All right? Any form that they please. This scene, they seem to love appearing as a black dog, but have been known to manifest as cats donkeys, and camels amongst other animals, such as, a, well, a snake. But what is interesting is that when it comes to a snake, they might be a good gene, a good gene. It is said that gems who embrace Islam often show up as snakes. And Muhammad forbade the killing of snakes because of this. There is one caveat, though. If the snake did not leave your path or your house after pronouncing Allah three times, then it is a bad jinn. Now, it is only then you can kill it. They have myriad other powers such as restoring favors of all kinds to mankind. Okay, you know that? Yeah. 
Now, do the jinn have free will? Do the jinn have free will? Do they have free will? The jinn according to Islamic law have free will and can make their own choices and need to live with those choices, especially choices of religion. Baffle me the most. It's baffle. It still does. The jinn can actually be Muslim, Jewish, Christian, and since the Quran is a holy book of Islam, it is easy to understand that it would say that jinns should embrace Islam, but they can embrace other religions. Within the Quran, it states that the jinn, that the jinn too have spiritual messengers. They either lead them astray or lead them on the right path. Now, the Quran 60 and 130 state, You assembly of jinn and mankind, do not come, do not come to you, well, do not, do not there come to you messengers from amongst you, reciting, Unto you, my verses, and warning you of the meaning of this day of yours. They will say, we bear witness against ourselves. It is the life of this world that deceives them. They will bear witness against themselves that they are disbelievers. Clearly, they have similar beliefs. The Quran goes on to quote Jinn directly, in the Quran 72 and verse 11, there are among us some that are religious and some that contrary. There are groups having different ways, meaning religious sects. It certainly can't get clearer than that. Interestingly enough, the devil or Iblis, who was a jinn, Himself was taught powers or has powers over Jinn who are not who are not only taught humans, yeah they taught humans, but taught other Jinn. There are parallel heavens and hells for human and Jinn, in which they are rewarded or punished for their misdeeds. It's within this free will that makes it interesting to work with them. Yeah. Now we will dis- we will cover that, but before we do, let me describe the different types of jinn. Okay. Now I will discuss the five major types of jinn. These five are the most common. There are more, however. That they are, but they are mostly from local legends and folklore. Okay, ready? Ifrit. Ifrit means to rub with dust in Arabic. Some say it is in fact a persona name after the word Afritan, which means to create. I believe affliction is the proper definition. Now, this class of jinn is known to be very intelligent 
and are using rising, are usually rising within societies very much like humans. They are free tend to haunt subterranean place, places and caves. They can manifest as either demonic or as good natured. They are effective in magic, but you must be careful because they are often known for being conniving and manipulative. They know human nature a bit too well and know how to push buttons. But they also are great for getting things done. And when you ask them to do something, they are often quite effective. The Quran is stated that King Solomon is said is said to have used this class of gin to do various tasks for him. Okay. Now, the Madrid. This means rebellious, rebellious in Arabic. Madrid, Madrid, Madrid. Okay, I don't, you know, I'm not good at Arabic, but Madrid means rebellious. Now, this class is it depicted as rather large and have a very imposing presence. This was the class of jinn that Aladdin worked with in the 1001 Arabian Nights. They tend to respond best with rituals that involve bodies of water or water in general. They are wishful, fulfilling genies. Okay? Now, go, go. In Arabic, this name means to seize. This class of jinn is generally trouble, and as their name suggests, have monstrous personalities and do not have a decent, good-natured bone in their bodies. They love places like graveyards and are not fond of humanity and are very hard to control. They can inflict serious harm. Now, we will not be calling for them. You know, so just, you know, I just go on. Okay. Vitala. Vitala. Could not find an exact Definition for that name, but this class of jinn are interesting for being for many reasons. They seem to be a class of being that has borrowed from the ancient Indian traditions and can be found in the Yogini Tantras. They are supposedly vampiric in nature and are said to possess humans who have recently deceased. This possession costs the decay process. So, in a sense, the body becomes a kind of walking dead, a zombie, as it were, but will look alive and well. They are superb shapeshifters and use that ability often. To those they have rapport with, they bestow psychic abilities of all sorts. 
they are considered somewhat neutral in temperament. They can appear both good and bad to the person looking to control them. Now, Sila, now I can't find an exact definition for, for that name, Sila. This class of gin is safest to work with since they tend to look more favorably to humans. They are considered rare, but that has not been my experience with them. They seem to come readily when called. If they decide to manifest in front of the magician, they often show up as a female. Since they didn't actually manifest in front of me, I can't say if this is true. They are considered to be the best of the shape-sifting gen. Their intelligence is unrivaled among the gen classes, and there are more can, can be expected of them. As I mentioned, they like to interact with us, and therefore, they will cross the veil without hesitation. Despite this, you still need to be respectful and on your guard, but not because they have ill intent. It is just that, well, they are gin after all and can, and can unintentionally cause harm. Now, they get they can get over-involved, as it were. According to the jinn, according to jinn theology, the jinn are ruled over by seven jinn kings that also correspond to the seven days of the week. This is important to know since you will be using the essence of the king to create more powerful rituals. The kings are on Sunday, Al Mohib, Monday, Murah Ahabi, Abu Ahara, Tuesday, Abu Hamiz, or Yaqub, Abu Yaqub, Al Ahmad, Wednesday, Bakan, Abu Adijab, Thursday, Shamhish. No, Shamhursha, Hurisha, Shamhurisha, Friday, Abu Hassan, Zoba'a, and Saturday, Abu Na, Abu Nam, Manum. Oh boy, boy, boy. I, I don't have, you don't have, I cannot pronounce Arabic. I cannot pronounce it, but sort of it. Well, I just leave it like that. Now, these gens are creatures which people don't know about and which people confuse with something else. Those gens, the gens, are all around us. That's why we have 90 days of gens, gens or gin removing. We are going to remove gin and let's put it let's put it just like it is. 
the jinn we will be be removing are bad jinn. Now, don't you say, I don't have nothing, nothing to do with jinn. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You have things to do with jinn continually. Continually. Which is why you need to have the jinn removed. We are going to use 90 days from September 1st through December 1st for it. December 1st to December, no, well, I'm going from September 1st to December 1st for jinx removing. Now, when I say jinx, it's the same thing because jinx is J-I-N-X. All I did is J-I-N, and I dropped one jinx, and I put X. Now, the X means what? You're being crossed out. You're being crossed out. That is why the X is there. That gin, that gin is very, very, very hostile to you. And you don't know what he is and what he's doing. Well, I'm telling you, we are going to deal with all of them. We have 90 days to do it. That's right, 90 days to do with it. And we are going to deal with those gins. 90 days of jinx removing. 90, I, put it in, I put it in Facebook. 90 days of jinx removing. And we are going to start it on September 1st and continue, continue through December 1st. I'll get that right. From September 1st through December 1st, we are going to deal with the gin. Now, they ain't no, no there's, you know, I just, I just got to say it. I got to say it. There are some people, there are some people who do not believe in a jinx. They don't believe in one, but, and they ignore, you know, the stuff that you talked about now, they ignore it. They don't pay no diction. They don't pay no attention to it. None. They don't pay no attention to it. But there are jinx. There are jinn or jinx, if you want to call it that, which are all over the world. All over the world. They are in the world now and have been in the world. Yeah, they have been in the world. And the thing is, is that you don't know, you don't know if you're dealing with a benevolent one or a peaceful one. You don't know. There could be a gin near you right now, and you don't know it. 
there could be, when you go to sleep tonight, you go to sleep tonight, you don't know if the jinn will come to you in peace or come to you in malevolence. I'm going to tell you the truth. Those which are peaceful are not going to come to you. Yet those who are peaceful will not come to you. But those bad ones, those that are trying to do something to you, those that want you to, the, the, the ones that, that want you to do something evil. Now those gen, yeah, those gen are with you. Those gen are around you. Those gen are continually trying to get you into something. And it is those gen, it's those gen alone, which we will remove. We will remove. Now, there are people that, that say, oh, well, you know, I don't care what Elio Conner says. He's just, um, he's just trying to to make you afraid or something. Uh, uh, a jinx a gen ain't nothing. It's just like a boogeyman or whatever. Do you know something? Do you know something? Well, there is a boogeyman. There is a boogeyman. See, I come from Louisiana. I come from Louisiana. There is a boogeyman. There is a boogeyman. And don't you forget it. And like there's a boogeyman, there's a gin. There's a gin. And these gin don't mean you no good. Nope. They don't mean you no good. They mean you bad all the time. All the time. Whichever place you go, they mean you bad. But I tell you something. Once the Lord is someplace, you can have a sweet, sweet spirit.
Special Deliverance here in Chicago. And I just want you to know, I just want you to know, part of his thing, we are talking about gin and whatnot. But the gin can only have certain, a certain, oh, how should I, how should I say, a certain energy upon you, a certain uh or a certain thing that they can do to you. They do not have carte block on you. They cannot do anything to you. They only do a certain amount of stuff. And you will learn about it. You will learn about it. Now you know, when you go to places and you see all that stuff about jinx removing, you know, you know, incense and candles, what well, those things mean something. And those things are also are also part of the things which you can use against them. Now, this 90 days of jinx removing, the reason why it is 90 days is because so many of you have are bound by jinx, are used by jinx, have so many, so many battles with a jinx that it's hard to even understand. You think, you think it's one thing, but it's a jinx. It's something else. You have to find out what it is. Yes, Lord, you have to find it out. And then you can combat them. Then you can, you know, bend them to your will. Then you can make them go away. But right now, right now, it's just learning about who and what he is. Who and what he is. Now, here you go. Thursday, we're going to talk about this some more. We're going to talk about Jesus, Solomon, and Jen. Jesus, Solomon, and Jen. Because you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. There are Jen spoken about. There are Jen spoken about in the Bible and elsewhere. But you have got to know. See, you have not been taught everything that you should know. They don't teach you everything in Sunday school. They don't teach everything in church. No, they don't. No, they don't. Well, some of it, they don't know their own selves. But you know it. You know it. When you see somebody now, you have to ask yourself, is this person under the control of a demon or under the control of a gene? Huh? Is he under the control of a demon or under the control of gene? Now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Gene, gene are right out evil. Yeah, they're right out evil. But a demon is not. 
a demon is not outright evil. But a jinn is. A jinn is acting out his nature. You know, the jinn hate human beings. Yes, that's why we spending 90 days of removing them. Jinx removing. 90 days from September 1st through December 1st. We are spending the time. We are spending the time of getting rid of these gins. And I'm going to tell you, some of you need it. Some of you need it badly. You need it so badly, you can hardly taste it. You you need it so bad that it's a shame. But we will, we will stop the gins. Yes, we will. So when you see all those stuff in the botanicals and the supply shops and whatnot, which speak of jinx removing, don't laugh. Don't laugh. Because they're talking about something that is really, which is really a, well, it's really a a problem which people have. It's really a problem which people have. It's not something that's a figment of your imagination. Oh, no. Oh, no. Those gin are real. They are real. And you have to stop them from working in your life. Yes, you do. Now, listen to me Thursday. Listen to me Thursday, because we will continue this Thursday. And of all of it, of all of it, you can be, you can be happy, because now you know what to do. You know what to do, and you know, you know that the gin ain't that you have to be concerned about. And this is Elder O'Connor, Ari, and I approve of this message. Elder Yocanon, your certified spiritual advisor, is here to help you with your everyday life. A specialist in wealth, a specialist in success, a specialist in love, and a specialist in good fortune, the four supernatural blessings in your life. You can reach him at Elder Yochanan, Y-O-C-H-A-N-A-N, Box 993, Chicago, Illinois, 60617.